Badlands. Explain those Badlands. That's a hell of a name. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Brief on Badlands Media. I'm your host, Patrick Gunnels. Uh, and today, right now, I am recording this episode of The Brief. Uh, I am playing nurse uh, to my lovely bride after her surgery, which went exceedingly well. Won't get into details except for the fact that I'm very pleased and we're all very pleased. Uh, but uh, there's recovery and it means that I have to take the kids to school because she's still in bed. So because Ash has been so gracious in uh, taking over for me for a few days, I'm going to record this episode that so so that she can have a morning off. So thank you very much for bailing me out these past couple of days, Ash. Uh, we we trade off sometimes. So thank you everybody for all the well wishes. Also, uh, we're just, we're just pleased as punch here in the Gunnels household. Uh, that being said, a lot of recovery is ahead of us. So, uh, thank you everybody. And, uh, let's go ahead and get started with the brief. And of course, first let's go ahead and talk about our amazing sponsor at the wellness company. Life is unpredictable. If we've learned anything these last four years, it's that. And while we can't possibly predict everything that might be thrown at us, we can prepare for it. Introducing two new emergency kits from the wellness company. The first aid emergency kit for everything from sports activities to camping trips. Compact and convenient, this kit contains critical prescription medications and supplies that everyone should have on hand. The travel emergency kit is specially designed for life on the go, compact, lightweight, and loaded with essentials for any adventure, whether it's a road trip, a hike, or just the unpredictability of daily life. You'll be ready. Next level, readiness is at your fingertips with emergency kits from the wellness company. Stay one step ahead to have peace of mind for the unpredictable. Visit badlandsmedia.tv slash TWC and use promo code BADLANDS for an exclusive 10% discount. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash TWC, promo code BADLANDS. All right, here we go. The Badlands News Brief, badlands.substack.com, produced five days a week by the indefatigable Burning Bright. First story, Biden challenges Trump to join me in tightening U.S.-Mexico border. President Biden and former President Donald J. Trump made dueling visits to the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday, with Mr. Biden challenging his predecessor to join me in securing the country's southern frontier and Mr. Trump blaming the president for lawlessness at the border. The remarks came at a moment of political peril for Mr. Biden, who has faced criticism from both parties as the number of people crossing into the United States has reached record levels, with migrant encounters more than double than in the Trump years. In appearances some 300 miles apart in Texas, Mr. Biden and Mr. Trump tried to leverage what is likely to become the most volatile policy dispute of the 2024 campaign. The president called on his predecessor to help pass a bipartisan bill in Congress that would significantly crack down on border crossings. Republicans, at Mr. Trump's urging, torpedoed the bill, legislation that they themselves had demanded, saying it wasn't strong enough. Instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, Mr. Biden said, in Brownsville, a border city in the Rio Grande Valley. You know and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border bill, security bill this country has ever seen, he said. Instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? 
Mr. Biden's words amounted to a political dare, but they were also an acknowledgement of Mr. Trump's power over the Republican Party, particularly when it comes to the border, at a time when many Americans say that immigration is their top concern and they do not have confidence that Mr. Biden is addressing it. The New York Times. Our take. It's definitely an election year. Democrats are talking about deporting people while Biden is pretending that he is strong on border security and that the invasion of the U.S. is all Republicans' fault. While down on the border, Biden babbled on about climate change as President Trump talked about Lake and Riley. The contrast between the two leaders is well summarized in a side-by-side clip from Colin Rugg. The idea there's no such thing as climate change. I love that, man. I love some of my Neanderthal friends uh, who still think there's no climate change. Well, my administration is going to keep building on the progress we've made fighting climate crisis, and we're going to keep help folks rebuild themselves. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond, beyond belief. But she was beautiful, just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten, kidnapped and savagely murdered. The monster that charged, uh, charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked. I took the name away from Hillary. Raheem posted this clip of President Trump where you can hear migrants chanting his name. They like Trump. Can you believe it? The president laughed. Boomerang. The whole world wants Trump back can't come soon enough. Ash in America. Next. Putin warns of nuclear war if West sends troops to fight in Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin used the occasion of his much-anticipated annual State of the Nation address to directly warn NATO that sending Western troops to fight in Ukraine could result in nuclear war. He explained that allegations from Western officials saying Russia intends to attack Europe are nonsense after on Monday, French President Emmanuel Macron really escalated the rhetoric by telling a security forum in Paris that sending Western troops to Ukraine cannot be ruled out. Everything that they are coming up with now with which they threaten the entire world. All this really threatens a conflict with the use of nuclear weapons and therefore the destruction of civilization. Don't they understand this or what? Putin said. They must ultimately understand that we also have weapons and they know about it, just as I now said. We also have weapons that can hit targets on their territory, he warned. Zero hedge. And if Ukraine falls, NATO will have to fight Russia. Secretary Austin. NATO will likely have to directly engage with Russian aggressive expansion if Moscow emerges victorious in the war against Ukraine, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said at a congressional hearing on February 29th. 
During the hearing in the House of Representatives, Austin stated, quote, Putin won't stop with Ukraine. He will push forward and attack the sovereign territory of his neighbors. He noted the concerns of the Baltic nations about the Russian threat and their understanding of what to expect from Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. If you are in the Baltics, you are very concerned you might be next, the secretary said. They understand Putin and his capabilities, and frankly, if Ukraine falls, I genuinely believe NATO will be fighting Russia. <laughs> Source, the new, the new voice of Ukraine. And leaked Russian military files reveal criteria for nuclear strike. Vladimir Putin's forces have rehearsed using tactical nuclear weapons at an early stage of conflict with a major world power, according to leaked Russian military files that include training scenarios for an invasion by China. The classified papers seen by the Financial Times describe a threshold for using tactical nuclear weapons that is lower than Russia has ever publicly admitted, according to experts who reviewed and verified the documents. The cache consists of 29 secret Russian military files drawn up between 2008 and 2014, including scenarios for wargaming and presentations for naval officers which discuss operating principles for the use of nuclear weapons. Criteria for a potential nuclear response range from an enemy incursion on Russian territory to more specific triggers, such as the destruction of 20% of Russia's strategic ballistic missile submarines. Financial Times. Our take. Five hours, three headlines. One sees Vladimir Putin himself speaking to his nation in a state of the union that is serendipitously timed just before the potatus makes his own attempt to rally a nation that knows he's a pretender fighting over the globalist scraps of a doomed empire while the true elected leader waits in the wings. Another sees Lloyd Austin firing back, the supposed Secretary of Defense for the main enforcement arm of said globalist regime, also known as the U.S. military, which many of us believe has been neutered via the devolution operation. So psyops and narrative seeding like this triple-decker in Hegelian propaganda can't be actualized, as it might have been if she had won back in 2016. The third header is sourced via leaked documents that allege Russia's threshold for defending itself with nuclear weapons is lower than previously thought. Basically, the mainstream media is telling normies that Putin's fuck-around-and-find-out meter is almost out, and normies believe them. Burning bright. Next. I'm ringing the alarm bell because flood of illegals is crushing the country. Ahead of President Biden's visit to the southern border on Thursday, with former President Trump planning to visit simultaneously to slam the radicals in the White House for sparking the worst migrant invasion this nation has ever seen, a new graphic released by Bloomberg shows the locations of where illegals have ended up after being bussed through the nation via a shadowy network of taxpayer-funded non-governmental organizations. The latest figure from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection shows a whopping 7.3 million illegals have flooded this nation under Biden's first term. The invasion is happening at such a grand scale that Elon Musk posted on X Tuesday night, quote, I am ringing the alarm bell because the flood of illegals is crushing the country. Zero hedge. Our take. 
the reveal that a shadowy network of NGOs is driving the invasion deeper into America is actually pretty open warfare in the context of the fifth generation battlefield. I would venture to say that it's normally much more covert than this. 5GW is often qualified by the fact that it cannot be easily identified as warfare. It makes me wonder how much of it is helping normies to see the plan to destroy America getting more overt every day. I'm a big fan of a document called the Toronto Protocols, which is essentially a map of the warfare strategy for implementing a new world order depicted in two meetings in 67 and 85 by a group who called themselves the 666. In my opinion, James O'Keefe exposing the shadowy network of NGOs transporting immigrants deeper into the U.S. alongside Bloomberg mapping out the depth of the invasion creates a massive red pill for this being run as a warfare operation. Given that, I'm going to share a quote from this document with a question. How close is the general public to having a detailed understanding of precisely what the deep state is attempting to use mass immigration to do? Let us ensure that our agents who have infiltrated the ministries of intergovernmental affairs and immigration of the nation states make major changes to the statutes of these ministries. These changes will essentially open the doors of immigration to Western countries with a large mass of immigrants entering across their frontiers, immigration that we have indeed caused by having taken care to break out here and there new localized conflicts. Through well-orchestrated press campaigns targeting public opinion in the nation-states, we provoke them to accept a large influx of refugees, which will have the effect of destabilizing the domestic economy and increasing racial tensions in their territory. We will ensure that groups of foreign extremists are part of the influx of immigrants, which will facilitate the political, economic, and social destabilization of the nations concerned. Simon Essler. All right, let's talk about our next amazing sponsor, Manly Cans. Are you tired of searching for the perfect gift for the man in your life? Look no further. Introducing Manly Cans, the ultimate destination for spoiling the guys with cool stuff they actually want. Anniversaries, birthdays, or just for the heck of it. Manly Cans are more than just gifts. They're an experience. Each can is carefully packed in reusable packaging, including cans, burlap bags, and even, even a greeting card that doubles as a coaster. You can even customize your manly can to fit your man's personality. Choose from a wide variety of cans. And during checkout, add additional items to make it just right for him. Manly Cans is an unforgettable experience that supports other small businesses, too. Join us in our mission to spoil the men in your life. Visit badlandsmedia.tv slash manlycans today and give your guy a gift to remember. Manly Cans, because men deserve to be spoiled, too. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash manlycans. Next story. Trump appeals Illinois judges ruling to remove him from ballot in March 19th primary. Former President Donald Trump on Thursday appealed a Cook County judge's ruling to remove him from the Illinois primary ballot over his role in the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021. Trump's attorneys asked the Illinois appellate court to overturn Judge Tracy Porter's ruling that he be kicked off Republican primary ballots in the state. Porter had ruled the Illinois State Board of Elections was 
clearly erroneous in January when it allowed Trump to stay on the state's ballot. The judge ruled that when Trump filed a statement of candidacy for the Illinois Republican primary on January 4th, he, quote, falsely swore that he was, quote, legally qualified to run for president again because the Colorado Supreme Court had already ruled that he, quote, had been found to engage in insurrection in a similar challenge to Trump's eligibility to run for another term. Trump's name remains on ballots for now as Trump's attorneys pursue their appeal. CBS News. Our take. The state election board voted to not remove Trump from the ballot, but a county judge wants her 15 minutes. So she decided she knows best. Trump is appealing and this other challenges awaiting the outcome of Trump versus Anderson, the Colorado 14A case, 14th Amendment case from SCOTUS. The Colorado primary is Tuesday, March 5th, and the Supremes will drop another order list on Monday, March 4th. Ideally, they will decide before Republican voters cast ballots in the primary. The RNC delegates for the Centennial State will be awarded in April at the party assembly, so the court has room to delay until then. The longer the uncertainty of this charade, the greater harm to the general peace and the worse the impact to the public trust. The decision should be easy. I hope they deliver it soon. Ash in America. Next. Transnistria seeks Russia's help in wake of economic blockade by Moldova. Predominantly Russian-speaking Transnistria, 60% of whose ethnic population are Russians and Ukrainians, declared its independence from Moldova during the collapse of the Soviet Union. Transnistrian lawmakers have asked Russia for assistance over mounting economic pressure from Moldova. The legislators put forward a request to both the Federation Council and State Duma of Russia, urging them to implement measures to safeguard Transnistria, especially in light of Moldova's growing pressure. This request is backed up by the fact that over 220,000 Russian citizens reside in Transnistria. The bill's authors pointed to the unique and positive experience of Russia's peacekeeping work in the region and highlighted that Moscow has served as a mediator in negotiations. Quote, the critical situation requires urgent and maximum active international intervention in order to prevent an escalation of tensions and not allow the situation to develop into a crisis, the document says. Sputnik. Our take. The plea Moldova's breakaway region Transnistria made to the Russian Federation about joining them in keeping with referenda the region has held in favor of such a move dating back to 2006 is a near-identical scenario to the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine circa 2014. On its face, the U.S. issuing warnings to the region about Russian interventionism is obviously escalatory, and Putin has already responded with more warnings in kind, telling the Western hegemon that their intervention in Russian affairs, and those Russia deems its own, will be met in kind. But I think the most interesting thing about the whole affair is how the globalists seem to know this was coming, having warned the EU citizenry of Russia's inevitable invasion of Moldova going back to 2022. Also, note that the Council of Europe formally upgraded the status of Transnistria from territory under the effective control of the Russian Federation to Russian-occupied territory in 2023. Problem? Reaction. Now I want to talk to you about Angel Paste. Guys, I've got the, I've got the first 
bottle. We don't have shipping yet, not till March 8th. So that's another week. But I've got the first bottle of orange infused angel paste. And holy crap, guys. Angel paste sweet orange. It is the best lotion that I have ever, ever used in my entire life. All of the magic of angel paste, which consists of food-grade plant oils only and none of the corporate poison that you're accustomed to in all of your skincare products made by Patriots for Patriots and now available in vitamin C-packed orange essential oil-infused. Oh, my God. Guys, I've got it. I've put it all over my face right now. And I can freaking feel the orange getting into my skin. The vitamin C is amazing. When you buy vitamin C products for the skin, they are viciously expensive. This is just a burst of vitamin C. The unbelievably invigorating fragrance of, of like ripe orange juice all over and around your face. I cannot recommend it enough. Go to badlandsmedia.tv slash Angel Paste, use promo code BADLANDS to pry a dollar from my grasping hands. And if you go to this website and you buy more than $150 worth, you get free shipping. Check out the testimonials at angelpaste.com. Also check out the testimonials at epicthreads.tv. Your skin will drink it up. All right, let's get back. I'm really, guys, this is freaking amazing. I'm Just don't forget anything that has tons of vitamin C in it, it can increase sensitivity to sunlight. So don't just like slather it on it and then immediately go sunbathing. You can look it up. It's, it's well established. Bonus items. MTG. Hunter Biden did not deny Joe Biden is the big guy. Hunter Biden did not deny President Joe Biden is the big guy. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia, exclusively told Breitbart News following Wednesday's deposition. The Bidens previously did not confirm or deny Joe Biden as the big guy designated to receive 10% of a deal with a Chinese Communist Party entity. Quote, at one point we asked Hunter about the 10% for the big guy. Greene said we showed him the email that laid it all out. And he said, oh, that was after my father left office. Greene recounted from the deposition. Green said Hunter then tried to excuse the 10% stake for Joe Biden. What's wrong with having a pie-in-the-sky idea? When he, Joe Biden, left office in 2017, I thought he was done. I had no idea he was going to run for president. What's wrong with just some pie, thinking that he, Joe Biden, could be in the business? While Hunter did not deny that Joe Biden was the big guy, he did deny that the business plan called for a 10% cut, Green explained. Breitbart. Next, Middle East crisis. Biden says killing of more than 100 Palestinians near aid trucks will complicate ceasefire talks, as it happened. Joe Biden said moments ago outside the White House while on his way to the U.S.-Mexico border that he's reviewing the reports of Israeli troops shooting people crowding for desperately needed food aid in Gaza, but he already is clear that the deadly incident will complicate talks on a ceasefire. I know it will, the U.S. president told reporters gathering on the South Lawn at the White House as he left for a visit to the U.S.-Mexico border today when asked whether the tragedy Gaza unfolding would complicate negotiations. 
Health authorities in Gaza said the IDF fired on people waiting for aid near Gaza City on Thursday, had killed 104 Palestinians and wounded 280, with one hospital saying it had received 10 bodies and dozens of injured patients, Reuters adds. The Guardian. Next. Head of Freedom Caucus bashes funding deal, vows shutdown fight. The head of the hardline House Freedom Caucus is bashing the nascent funding agreement hashed out by leaders of both parties, warning that conservatives would be willing to force a government shutdown to secure steeper cuts and policy preferences. Led the charge among the far-right lawmakers urging Speaker Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, to fight for scores of conservative policy riders to accompany the 2024 spending bills. Absent that, those Republicans want the Speaker to champion a stopgap bill known as a continuing resolution, CR to extend government funding at current 2023 levels through the remainder of the fiscal year, which ends October 1st. The latter strategy would trigger an automatic 1% cut to federal programs of all types beginning May 1st, a stipulation of last summer's bipartisan Fiscal Responsibility Act, FRA, designed to encourage lawmakers to reach an agreement on 2024 spending or face reductions to popular programs. Good said that 1% cut is far preferable to the deal Johnson endorsed with the leaders of both parties in both chambers, which adopts higher spending caps established by those same leaders in January. He's also calling for a series of policy changes, including tougher border security measures and a scaling back of the government's spying powers under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, The Hill. And that's our show, guys. Don't forget, badlandsmedia.tv. Head over there, click on the support Badlands button, or go straight to badlandsmedia.tv slash boost. You can now give a Badlands boost, just like a Rumble rant, only better. Support your favorite shows with a boost anytime, even if you're not watching live. Your donation will go directly to Badlands with no middleman. Shop America First companies at the Badlands shop. With every purchase, you'll be supporting Badlands Media and an America First business. Don't forget to become a Badlander. Opt in to be alerted to new shareable content and be our street team. And by all means, click on that thumb. Help your favorite Badlands shows reach the top of the Rumble leaderboard. Thank you all for helping us grow Badlands Media. We are the news now. And thank you all for putting up with my absence. Thank you again to Ash for covering me when I needed her most. Uh, I am uh, taking good care of the wife and kids. uh, And when you are watching this, I will be taking the kids to school and uh, then taking a whole bunch of angel paste, a whole bunch of angel paste over uh, over to the post office. Oh, my God. You know what I could do? I could take, I, I, I smell... I still have a tiny whiff of the orange, but what if I mix the orange and the rose? I've never done that before. Holy crap, guys. Mixing them both together, that's unreal. Guys, go to badlandsmedia.tv slash angelpaste. Use promo code BADLANDS. Order your orange-infused angel paste while you can. It is amazing. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us, and don't forget to hit the thumbs up on this video. And a special thank you to all of our advertising partners. Please remember to shift your dollars to support those businesses that support Badlands Media. 